Red FM. All right, folks, hope you're all enjoying the jazz this bank holiday weekend. Rory and Kieran here with you until 7 p.m. this evening as we look back at all the day's action and look ahead to a big, big day tomorrow. We have a massive preview of the Senior Football Championship final between Nemo Rangers and Jew Hollow. Plenty to come between that and uh, between that, or in that, I should say, between now and 7 o'clock. And um, we'll get thoughts of, well, of uh, former Cork uh, footballer, Cork legend, Dinny Allen. Also on the show tonight, going to hear from uh, Inch and we're going to hear from uh, Dunhamore as they were crowned Munster champions today. Going to hear from uh, Sarah Swills defender Neil Callan as they prepare for the Munster Camogie Championship semi-final. And we talked to Cork City boss Neil Fan after the end of their season and he looks ahead to 2020 as well. It's all to come between now and 7 o'clock on the Big Red Bench. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can text us 0868104106. Tweet us as well at Big Red Bench here with his jazz hat on. He's been playing the trombone all day. Kieran O'Regan. Speaking of which, jazz and oh, jazz hands and all that. Um, Did you see Oxford University? No. They're, you know, normally at a graduation, you clap, everyone's going to collect in their scroll or whatever, and you no, clap. Uh, well, they've passed uh, a new thing there that you're not allowed to clap, you have to do jazz hands. Jazz hands. Um, they don't want loud noises affecting some people apparently okay. um, uh, so jazz hands now is the thing to do yeah. so there you go apparently according to an article online it's, uh, it could trigger anxiety uh, so yeah use jazz hands uh, mandate the encouragement of sign clapping and uh, yeah interesting not just sports on the bench so if anyone's listening at home and wants to uh, clap us send us some jazz hand photographs instead that would be super yeah busy day of sport or in ladies football two Cork sides are celebrating provincial glory uh, Dunamore have been crowned the Munster Junior Champions they defeated Galti Rovers of tip 112 to 8 points while uh, Inch Rovers are the intermediate champions they uh, defeated another Tipperary side Templemore 12 points to 2 we'll have a post-match reaction from those very very shortly in Gaelic Games in the Junior Football Championship semi-final Kilshanik have defeated Ivleary 111 to 1 while well, in the quarter final, St. Michael's overcame Ballymartle 1 5 to 5 points. Uh, a big. Um that, that would have been tough for St. Michael's considering mm. they played the, the round before that on Wednesday night uh, up in Moran Abbey. So uh, straight back out uh, to it. Yeah, and training, yeah. Yeah, and uh, St. Michael's back out again tomorrow in the Premier Intermediate final um, two different teams obviously but there's two games in the Premier one under 21 hurling championship as well Kilita's had a good win over Father O'Neill's 117 to 111 was how that finished Glen Rovers taking on Ballincollig at the moment at half time it's Ballincollig 3-5 Glen Rovers 1-4 that's uh, second half just getting underway there uh, in football Man City they're keeping the pressure on Liverpool at the top of the Premier League table uh, champions beat Aston Villa 3-0 earlier on today we'll have a report from that in a sec but Aston Villa boss Dean Smith uh, felt VAR missed an offside for one of the goals uh, there was a lengthy check for City's second goal to see if Kevin De Bruyne uh, his free kick hit uh, David Silva or Raheem Sterling on the way into the net but Smith says it's the officials ended up taking the easy option by allowing it to stand Silva certainly touches it and goes away celebrating that he's touched it which uh, is a bit of a, a giveaway who's touched it and scored but when he touches it Sterling's in an offside position and clearly impedes the goalkeeper I hate VAR you really do I really really do just play the game move on well, it's, mistakes it, are part of the game they're part of the drive it, it's um, causing a lot more problems I think it's Since just Brian. like, oh, here we go, here's VAR, here's another two-minute check to see if somebody has fouled someone eight minutes ago in the build-up to the goal. It's just, no, not for me. 
Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, Brighton have beaten Everton 3-2 at the Amex. Uh, one of those was, uh, well, it was a, the winner was an OG in the 90th minute. But uh, the second goal for Brighton, I don't know if you see it was a penalty. Yeah. It was the penalty call. Uh, it was very um, audacious. Uh, jumping around, I suppose. Maybe did get a little slip of a uh, boot on his boot. It certainly wasn't a stamp, but uh, I suppose that's what it was given for. But VAR checked it and gave the penalty. Very dramatic. Again, VAR. Uh, <laughs> yeah, VAR involved in that. Um, I've got to ruin my bank holiday weekend, VAR. What's for, oh, did you have a good weekend? No, why not? VAR. Um, very dramatic. Uh, I, maybe to the loss of the game was a penalty, but anyway. Um, elsewhere, Watford and Bournemouth, they finished scoreless at Vicarage Road. West Ham and Sheffield United drew one all at London Stadium. And uh, Chelsea taking on Burnley at the moment as well in the evening kickoff. The latest score from that game is currently uh, my phone is just loading and it's 1-0 to Chelsea uh, 35 minutes <laughs> professionalism that you don't see anywhere else I get to score there my phone is loading <laughs> pros um, yeah uh, Pulzik uh, getting a goal there after 21 minutes for Chelsea uh, elsewhere Carl Shepard he's confirmed he's leaving mm. Cork City yeah the attacker played 181 times for the Rebel Army winning the league and two FAI Cups on his time in Side. so was that to be expected? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be the, the first of a number of announcements this week uh, and the next. We had Garrod Morrissey in the studio today. We are going to hear from Garrod on tomorrow's show. Uh, he talks in depth about the uh, 2019 season. He's one of the few who signed up for 2020. So expect a lot of announcements. Uh, Carl Shepard um, will always be remembered for that fantastic that 2017 season. Um, when he formed a, a terrific partnership with uh, Stephen Dooley and Sean Maguire up front, uh, banging in the goals, um, just didn't. Um, he had, a, I think it was a back issue. He had a lot of this season uh, wasn't as effective as he would have liked to have been. So I'm sure he leaves Cork with uh, many fond memories, and I'm sure every Cork City family wish him well. Yeah, certainly. In the Keane Cup semi-final, College Corinthians had a 2-1 win over Cove Wanderers. In the Munster Senior League, Ring Mahan uh, defeated Douglas Hall three goals to nil. In the Women's National League, Cork City, they're taking on Piedmont United away in about 25 minutes' time there. In rugby, England have made it uh, to their first Rugby World Cup since 2007. Eddie Jones' side beat back-to-back champions New Zealand 19-7 in Yokohama this morning. Manu Tulagi scoring the uh, only try with own foul, sending the conversion through the post. And George Ford scoring four for penalties it was a uh, gripping game as well I have to say yeah. it was absolutely uh, uh, enthralling to watch I mean like it was an odd sensation kind of almost wanting England to win a sporting mm. event this morning but I thought they were absolutely superb fully deserved a win and uh, New Zealand looked a shadow of the side that uh, hammered Ireland last week maybe they had uh, a bit of an issue I mean they had a two week break before they faced Ireland that Ireland game was essentially a warm up for them last week and so they were maybe went into this game let the call but take nothing away from England absolutely fantastic this morning yeah, they're going to take on Wales or South Africa who play uh, tomorrow in the same stadium. Who do you think will come through there? Uh, looking forward to that game. I, you know, you'd hope Wales win. I've got some Wales family connections, so maybe there. Um, but look, it's just it should be another cracking game, but it's going to be very, very finely poised. But the big question is, uh, can they beat England in the final? Whoever wins. Yeah, uh, elsewhere, uh, Connacht are in action in the Pro 14. They're taking on the Cheetahs. The latest score there is 14-5 in favour of Connacht. Uh, Leinster, their way to uh, Zebra at the moment as well. In cricket, Ireland's hopes of qualifying for next summer's T20 Cricket World Cup. They're looking good. They thumped uh, Nigeria by eight wickets uh, this morning in their final group stage match in Abu Dhabi to go top of Group B. If Jersey beat Oman tomorrow, Ireland will automatically qualify. If Oman win, meanwhile, uh, the Irish 
finish with, or lose they'll go into a playoff against the third place side from Group A which is uh, currently Scotland at the moment in basketball the Hulu's National Cup Ambassador UCC Glenmire taking on uh, Liffey Celtics in the Mardike Arena at the moment and in golf Tiger Woods holds a two shot lead at the halfway stage of golf Zozo Championship on the PGA Tour 15 time major winner birdied the last two holes in the second round in Japan as he shot a 600 par 64 to take the outright lead ahead of fellow American Gary Woodland. Rory McIlroy is three under after two rounds with the Open Champion Shane Lowry level bar. Did you see the rain over there yesterday? Torrential. Um, it looked like a river going through the course. <laughs> and But some golfers, some of the golfers were putting up videos but saying that the, the drainage on the course was fantastic. But it, it genuinely looked like a river was going through the yeah. course. All right, we're going to start uh, with uh, ladies football. Dunmore Crown, the Munster Junior Champions today. They defeated Galtier Wars of Tipperary, as Kieran mentioned. Uh, manager of the winning team is Donald Deneen. He spoke to the Assembly Media. Your emotions after that? Yeah, just relieved really to get over the line. Um, it was a tough game. Uh, I suppose we felt a share of decisions went against us, but look, that's going to happen in matches. But we're happy with the final result. You know, yeah, the girls work really hard. They've done that all year for us, so we're happy. Yeah, the opposition looked good at the start. I suppose they dominated for the first seven or eight minutes, but didn't score. Yeah, they were a very good team. Now, in fairness, one of the better teams we've come up against this year. Um, you know, their work rate was absolutely phenomenal. And look, they never gave up, even though they were behind for a long period of the game. They kept going for the entire game. Yeah, you were. I suppose you, you had uh, in. Up front in Amanda was, uh, uh, oh sorry, Aileen Buckley was the very impressive 1-5 yeah. from play, but you, you kind of had stars all over the pitch really. Yeah, look, we, I suppose we think we have a very balanced team overall, but uh, definitely Aileen is um, a good target person up front. She's well able to win the ball and well able to put it away. So, um, and, and our other Jenny up near her as well, you know, is a similar type player, but... As I say, a balanced team. It was a team effort moment, you know. And I suppose at the back, you'd make a lot of, you'd make a lot of last-minute blocks and defensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She made some great yeah. blocks. She did, yeah, but look, I suppose her experience told there. You know, she's been told to mend the house. We have a very good goalkeeper there as well. I thought we made a fantastic save there near the end, so we're pleased with that as well. Yeah, great for the locality, great for the club. Absolutely. Look, we've been getting well wishes there all the week from people who can be at the matches due to ill health and so on, and it's just for them as much as anyone else. You know, it's for the entire community, really. You know. So you'll enjoy this one, and then you have to look forward. Yeah, we have two weeks now, I think. To, well, we won't celebrate for the two weeks, but we'll yeah. definitely celebrate tonight and we'll take it from there then again. And obviously, like Cork, have a, Cork teams have a very good record in, in, the, in the All-Ireland Championship. No doubt you'll be hoping to continue that. Well, look, uh, I suppose the Tipperary team showed there now today that there isn't a whole lot between the teams, you know, and we're playing the Leinster champions, I think, next and uh, standard up and Leinster is pretty good as well, so we won't be under any illusions as to what's ahead of us. And obviously, we put a ring in the middle of the parish there. She brings that bit of experience. That's very good for a team like oh, this. absolutely, and look, she's a tremendous role model for all the other girls as well, you know, and that's what it's all about, really. Thanks very much. That's Donald Dean there of Dunhamore speaking after they were crowned Munster Junior Champions there. You could hear uh, Dunhamore celebrating. Congratulations indeed uh, to them on today's fantastic win over uh, Galti Rovers. Inch Rovers, meanwhile, the Munster Intermediate Champions, they've beaten Templemore 12 points to two. They've been speaking to uh, Rory Noonan and uh, their manager, Noel O'Connor. Noel, obviously, any time you win the Munster final is always a good day, but kind of probably a bit easier than you expected, maybe? Yes, I, I, sp- I saw um, Templemore in the semi-final against a highly fancied Abbey side team that I suppose people thought they'd win all rounds with the inter-county players, and this team gave them everything. They ran them ragged for 25, 30 minutes in the second half. We felt here today that if we were going to match that, we'd have some hope of, of succeeding. We, I suppose we've older leagues, I suppose, and a small bit of cuteness which stood to us today as well. Obviously, you just said it there, like up front you have a couple of players that have been around for a few years, but they have massive experience, and they really did 
did, did set the tone and to start the game for you? Did we? Look, we were in a bad place. We were in a, a serious bad place last November. We sat down and we had to go back and try and get some of the older players to play again this year and a small bit of cuteness. And I suppose we, we've a young enough team as well, like it, you know I mean? We've lot in the 16, 17, 18 bracket there as well. And we, we've struggled a minor for the last three years, but tonight the cuteness and the age helps. And obviously in, in midfield there, I thought your two midfielders like were, um, they dominated the game really for you. Yeah, it's idly the end. Daniel, they're just poor, poor hosts. They keep working all day long. And you ask them to do it, there's no problem. And they're two intelligent players. They, they'll work their socks off. And Daniel was very sick last two weeks. Couldn't come out or nothing for the last two weeks to train with us. And she gave an, expi- gave an exhibition in Gehrig today. This inter-team has seen All-Irelands before. Obviously, you're one, you're one step closer to an All-Ireland now. Tough semi-final head against you. Oh, yeah, I don't even know. I think we're going to Leinster. I don't even know who won Leinster. Be honest, but I see they're one day they're racking up scores for the past time. We don't rack up that high score. But look, we'll go up and give it a chance. Plus, we, we've had our day. We, we've won all our runs in that thing. But I think the ladies football goes in ten percent. Yes, Nola Connor. They're speaking in the middle of a hurricane with uh, Roy Noonan. There, but congratulations to Interovers as they were crowned out Munster champions today. They stayed defeated Templemore by twelve points to two. Going to talk Camogie now. Sarsfields defender Neil Callahan says they go into their AIB Munster Camogie Championship clash this weekend against Drummond Inch with nothing to lose. The Cork champions ending a 30-year wait for a senior county title when they beat Inniscarra in the decider. O'Callaghan's been speaking to Oshin Langan at the launch of the AIB Club Camogie Championship. Neil O'Callaghan, Sarsfields will get to play in the AIB Munster Club Camogie Championship for the first time in their history following their first win in Cork for something like 30 years. Firstly, how delighted were you and the team to capture the title after such a long wait? Yeah, well, we were delighted, of course. Um, it's been a very long wait, 30 years. Um, and I suppose on the day, that wasn't the thing that really came into our heads. We tried to kind of block all that out. You know, it was 50 years since the founding of the of the Camogie Club um, in Sires, and it was 30 years since we had last won a senior title. So um, I suppose we tried to block all that out as much as we could. But I suppose when the final whistle came, then there was obviously that huge relief. We were we were delighted. We were over the moon. It's, it was just a huge feeling of relief, really, to, to get there, to get over the line. And winning a county title is a huge achievement. I know that's a fairly obvious statement from me. But to do it beating Inascara is even more special because they have been one of the best teams in Cork and probably Munster in the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've had many a hard day out against them. Um, they've really set the standard in Cork for the last few years, um, especially this. they were going for their fourth in a row. Um, I mean, they've they've outstanding players. They've the likes of Rena Buckley, um, Niamh McCarthy, Aileen Sheehan. They've all outstanding players on their team. And I suppose we were going in as underdogs. Um, and I suppose that suited us to a certain extent. We, we didn't have the pressure on us. We, we knew we were underdogs going in. And we knew all we had to do was perform on the day. Um, but I suppose, yeah, coming up against a, a top side like them, was there was no, nothing easy about it. Talk to me about the uh, celebrations in Sarsfields that night because you've already mentioned there was a long wait for a title 30 years and also it's the 50th anniversary of the Camogie Club. I mean, you really could not have timed this win any better, could you? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, I suppose 
coming after the match we brought the cup back and we stopped on the way and all of us got out of the cars and brought the cup we walked over from the bridge over to the club and I suppose seeing people out on the roads um, that it meant so much to them I suppose you've, you've huge history there we've players playing who their mothers would have played in that final 30 years ago and for them to be able to see their daughters or players like ourselves coming over with the cup was 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 really it was it was very meaningful you know it, it's it means a lot more especially when it when it's with your club like that it's and I guess before the final you were trying to shield yourself from the hype and the impact but afterwards when you went back to school you're you a primary school teacher locally <laughs> the kids must have been very excited you know it must have been a great couple of days and maybe again that kind of rammed home the impact that success had on the community to you yeah definitely and I suppose you had people coming up to you who um, I suppose you, you would only see um, you'd see down in the club and for them to express how much it meant to them is a huge thing um, and I suppose even for me I called up to my grandmother after on the night um, my, she's 92 and um, her own daughter is my aunt would have played a small bit when they were younger and um, she was delighted you know after a big hug and a kiss and she was delighted and it, it's those things that make it that bit more special and you want to make an excellent year a great year <laughs> even better you're now into the AIB Munster Club Championship you'll play drum and inch this weekend in the semi-final and I think you've home advantage which is, which is a good thing isn't we it? We have, yeah, we have home advantage which is a great thing um, I suppose last week we wouldn't have looked past um, our, our victory, we weren't even we weren't even really thinking about it um, but I suppose, look, uh, we regrouped and we know now that we've we've a good chance to, to put the heads down again, we've been back training, we've put the heads down again and give it our best shot we've nothing to lose, it's new territory for us but um, it's a huge achievement to get there and we're, we're willing and ready to kind of put our heads down now and, and make a good stab at it really Has, give, has the Cork win given you a confidence that you kind of didn't have before has it given you a a kind of extra something that you didn't have before? Yeah, I suppose um, at the start of the year, if you had kind of said to us, you know, if we had a team meeting, if you had said, oh, well, well we're going to win a county, there would have been a lot of heads kind of looking around saying, okay, that's a bit far-fetched. But I suppose as the year went on, management really instilled that belief in us. And I suppose that was a huge part of it. We had the training done, we had the skill, but the belief came as well at the right time. And as we progressed through the year, we really did start to believe in ourselves. And going forward now, as well, we'll still have that belief that we're, we're capable of more. So. And, and the experience of winning the senior county title will be a massive benefit going into Munster, but also the experience of what you've done before. I mean, you've built up to this winning an intermediate title and a senior B title. Yeah. So that that all you know that will all culminate together, won't it? That's all a good thing. The fact that it's not just a one-off success. You're kind of used to success, and you're used to handling it, and that will yeah. be a good thing. Well, especially the younger girls. As a player, when I was growing up, we had a, um, a fairly stale. <laughs> there wasn't much winning when we were younger, and um, the girls that have come up to the team are, are used to winning. They've they've won a lot. We've we've some girls on the team who have won under twelve, under fourteen, minor, intermediate, senior, and now. Senior senior A county titles which is huge um, so there is that amount of there's, there's young girls in the team that are used to winning and they have that experience and for the likes of myself we've won intermediate we've won senior B and then we came up to senior now we had a few years where it took a bit of adjusting and we, we didn't think we don't know, it would ever come right for us but we've had that I suppose a, a run up to it yeah and that's a good thing so you'll give it everything 
this yeah, weekend against exactly, Tumorange. Yeah. We have nothing to lose. We've, we've, I suppose a lot of people are saying it, and it's true to a certain extent. We, we, we've, we've achieved what we set out to achieve at the start of the year, and I suppose everything else now from there is a bonus, but we, have to, we know we have to work extremely hard to achieve further, and we're willing to do so. Niamh O'Callaghan of Sarsfields and of course of Cork as well best of luck in the AIB Munster Club Camogie Championship semi-final against Drummond Inch this weekend thanks very much yeah very best of luck indeed uh, to Sarsfields is it fair to say it's bonus territory for Sarsfields Kieran? I mean like uh, to, to, to lift the, the county title after 30 years must have taken an incredible effort and I suppose the, the emotions and the exhaustion that comes with finally getting over the line so is Munster just bonus territory for them do you think? Uh, possibly, but they, they're certainly going to go for it. But drum an inch, uh, a very, very tough task as well. Uh, the other semi-final actually is being played today, but I can't find the result from it. But um, I, I would think, looking at the, the the teams there, that the winner of the, the Munster Championship should actually come from this tie between Zers and drum an inch. They'll definitely be going for it. They shocked a couple of people, I would think, when they played mm. in Ascara. Um I suppose they didn't shock everyone, but uh, a lot of people. They're a very young team, but they have a small bit of experience as well. They're a fantastic coach. Uh, I've no doubt that while some people might might look at it as a bonus territory, they're certainly uh, going to give a good crack of drum and inch. Uh, tomorrow's uh, Scarif defeated Newcastle West in that other game, so uh, the winners will play that Clare, Clare crowd um, next week or in two weeks' time. But uh, yeah, I think they'll definitely give drum and inch a, a fair crack, but uh, drum and inch are a very, very serious outfit as well, you know. All right, Kieran, cheers. All right, we are going to talk uh, football just before the break. Uh, Cork City rounding off... Um their season, a wretched season for Cork City last night or this year as uh, they uh, were beaten 3-0 um, by Shamrock Rovers in Tala last night to round off what has been a forgettable 2019. Every Cork City fan I have spoken to just wants to forget about this year. Move on to next year. And the man that will be in charge is Neil Fennessy. begins a massive, massive rebuilding job. Uh, as we heard, Carl Shepherd has announced that he's left the club. Uh, and only five players uh, signed for next season. So a lot of work for Neil Fenn to do in the off-season. I spoke to him earlier on today. It was a, it was a game where I was wary that we, that, that we would let them have a, a warm-up for the cup final and it would be their farewell game and I didn't want that to happen. I wanted us to be a little bit, you know, putting a few tackles and, and make sure they knew we were there but we didn't really didn't really work that way for us. They kept the ball really well. We couldn't couldn't get close to them at times and gave away a couple of a couple of bad goals and, and, and had a couple of half chances but didn't really get, get ourselves into the game enough. Just looking at the the Cork City lineup though, a number of nineteens involved last night as well, so it must give you kind of a particular kind of uh, pride and pleasure I suppose to see those 19s coming through yeah I mean it's, it was a tough game for him but but you know it it, it, it makes him know what it's like to play in the first team and against a, against a very good team or in the cup final and finish second so that they know the standard they know what it takes to get there they know the kind of opposition that if they do play next season that that's the kind of the type of opposition they're going to they're going to face Um because they're a very good team obviously and but they did well you know the, the young lads did well and well, everyone kind of did okay last night we just couldn't get close to them against a very good team Looking back over your, your time as Cork City manager I know it's only been a couple of months but I mean, what's been the most pleasing aspect uh, for you over the last couple of months? Um, I think the performances of you know the last the last few the last few weeks excluding last night but the last few weeks where you know we could we could start seeing the, the bearings and fruits of what we've been working on you know it was you could see a few little pieces of, of, of play that that, that pleased us and 
you know, they, they were taking on board what, what we've been asking them to do. And, you know, every player, even though it's been a difficult season for, for a lot of them, they they continue to to want to play for for the club and wanted to play for the crowd. And I thought the last few weeks we we gave the crowd back something, a little something from 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 a terrible season. But that's the most pleasing thing. The performances over the, the last three weeks, excluding last night. So your rebuilding job starts now. How big a task is it? Yeah, I mean it's going to be it's going to be a big job. Um, but bringing in a, a good few players, obviously. We're, we'll be. I've been chatting to a few of the nineties, trying to get those tied down for for the first thing for next season. Hopefully, we can get those deals done, and then it's trying to see what we have, what positions are, are most we're, we're, we're lightest the most. So we've been doing that. We've been looking at a few a few options and chatting to a few players. So the rebuilding started already. Um, negotiating with with players and agents is, is tough. So hopefully, we can, we can get a few of them done over the next few days. And how much are you looking forward to having a, a proper pre-season with these lads to, to really get your ideas and your philosophy across? Yeah, I can't wait. You know, I know it's. I know people are saying it's a terrible season and we should be glad it's ended, but I'm not. You know, I thought we were just getting into it. I was just getting into getting my teeth into it. So we're, we're loving every minute of it, and we don't didn't really want the season to end when it has. But now it gives us a chance to gives us a chance to build on on what we've started hopefully we can keep the players we want to keep and bring a few a few new ones in and, and we can go from there so yeah I'm really looking forward to it getting a good pre-season because it's the time you, you, you do most of your work in, in terms of how you want the team to play and how you want to set up a lot of that's done during pre-season so mm-hmm. it gives me a chance to, to have a good run here then And what's the target next season Neil? I mean like do you expect to be competing or is it a case of people have to be patient this is a rebuilding job you're going to have a lot of young players in and it's going to take some time yeah, it's gonna. You know, our target is to finish as high up as we can. We're gonna be. We're gonna have a lot of new, not a lot of new players. Um, trying to take on some new ideas. Obviously, you know, the previous manager would have built up a squad over a number of years and 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 done well. You know, unbelievably well doing that. So it's gonna take a time to get to get to those levels again. So we just want to finish as high as we can in the league. Um, and just do our best and, and, and try and, and build a and build a squad for the future. Yes, Neil Fenn there, Cork City boss, uh, looking ahead to uh, next year. On tomorrow's show, we'll have uh, an in-depth interview with uh, Garold Morrissey as he reflects on the uh, 2019 season and looks ahead uh, to 2020. So join us on tomorrow evening's show to hear from the man they call Chops. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's uh, the Senior Football Championship final preview all the way until 7 o'clock as we speak to Nemo and Duhallo. Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Cork's Red FM. We're at halftime. The Premier League Burnley nil, Chelsea two. Christian Pulisic uh, with both goals there for the Blues. Nemo Rangers and Duhalla going head to head in tomorrow's uh, Senior Football Championship final in Porky Rin at four o'clock. It's the uh, 2017 champions. Nemo going up against last year's runners up Duhalla. So Kieran, this is all the ingredients of being something of a cracker tomorrow. It should be, uh, like mentioned, Duhalla getting there last year, just not getting over the line. The Bears beating them. Nemo winning in 2017. It should be a, a fantastic game. Duhalla playing more like a club team than a divisional outfit, but I think everyone kind of recognises that. It's very similar to McKilly as well, mm. uh, in that they're such a, a, a close knit group. So,
So um, yeah, it should be should be a cracker. Two crackers down there uh, tomorrow. The Premier Intermediate Final as well. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, the it's preceded by the Premier Intermediate Final between St Michael's and Aero Og. That is a two p.m. start. So we'll be there, of course. Uh, all the best reaction on tomorrow evening's show. Uh, from 6pm and of updates on air across uh, Corks Red FM tomorrow as well but uh, to preview the game Kieran's been getting the thoughts of uh, All-Ireland winning Cork captain Dinny Allen Yeah it is I mean um, like everyone has been expecting like they were, they, they, they have been talking people have been talking about Duhalo for a while like, and they just proved it at the fine by getting to the final and uh, yeah. we know that their talent is um, and we know that they're, they're, they have six scoring forwards which is is like I say, we can't admit to having six scoring forwards. So, like we'll have to be, we'll, we'll have to have a way game tomorrow, certainly to win it. You know, because um, like they they will put it up to us, and if if we if we don't react to it, we'll be out basically. Yeah, like came over a probably a pretty tame Douglas side had a good win over the Bears in the quarter final, the, the county champions, like. Nemo Rangers have been pretty strong this year so far obviously they are because they've got to a county final but they've put in some good performances yeah I mean I, I wouldn't look too too much into them like and I hope our players it's not sinking into the players minds either I hope like the Bears one was was a great win and it was a gritty one and then the conditions were shocking well for both teams they were shocking and we, we put in a very gritty performance but like we know that the, the Bears were short at the end of the match, like the Bears were missing nearly seven of the last year's team to different reasons. Like, but so like we didn't we didn't play and beat a Bears team that had all their players, you know. Mm-hmm. So we should realise that for tomorrow and and don't don't be losing the run of ourselves. The Douglas match was well, I was just saying like we scored one three at, at one it's one stage just, just before half time and it just for some reason I, I, I can't put my finger on it but it is up to a Douglas people to probably say that but I just they kind of basically imploded Douglas and so they didn't raise a gallop in the second half mm-hmm. which was very surprising to us like you know a local derby like you'd expect a first tight match and, and, every, and, and everything going into it but um, we just they just didn't perform Douglas on the day and we, and we came through it Easily in the end, like which which surprised us. Well, would it be fair to say that Nemo performed like and didn't allow Douglas to to perform? There was a lot like I know you mentioned that you, you probably wouldn't have six scoring forwards in Nemo, but he had a good spread of scores that day. Uh, Paul Carrigan, Luke Connolly, Mark Cronin, and so on. The, yeah, well, well, yes. I mean, like I'm not trying to take too much away from Nemo. You don't know, like, but it's, it's just a kind of a balanced view of it. Like is that, mm. um, like it's. People are now talking like that, you know, once we get to a final, this is a, a foregone conclusion. It's not that. It never worked that way, you know. It's, and I'd say Duhalo, after losing last year, um, would have an, an extra spur in, the, in, the, in their step. Like, um, with that in mind as well, you know, they, they, they'd be a bit more interested in us than, than normally, you know what I mean? So... I I definitely said it's going to be a tough one tomorrow, you know. Yeah, that's another thing. Obviously, uh, you've been on a lot of sides uh, over the years. Like, if you go out and lose a, a county final, is it something that you even think about uh, going into a, a county final the following year? I presume it's something you think about at the start of the year, but is it, is it still there at the end? 
Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it definitely kind of makes it a bit more gritty for the following year, like, especially if you get to the final again, you, you don't think of it like early on in the year, like, uh, last at last year, then you just concentrate on trying to get as far as you can. But then when it comes to reminder of last year, the pain of it, then, like, it can be two way. It can go two ways. So you can you can kind of lose your your nerve and, and not perform, or it's, it can like depending on the character you have on the team. Like it can make you grittier and 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 making sure like that's, that we're not going to lose that kind of hard determination. Like can come into it and hopefully that's what they have. You know. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, well, to hello people, I suppose, and even from being a Nemo during the week at the the county final presser. The lads were saying the same thing. Do hello, even though they're a division, they're they're seen as like a club outfit. They're so bonded, I suppose. Yeah, I mean they know each other very well. There's a lot of them. There's a lot like Donald O'Connor and etc. Will have will have a, a good relationship with the young fellas. They have mixed in there with them, you know. So there's a good mixture that way as well. Like very 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 experienced guys and then very talented guys which are young like that's that's the, the mixture that every team needs you know and they and they have that so that's why like we sh- we should be i mean i'm not in, involved as a selector anymore like that but like our tendency was was always even going back when we played we showed respect for everyone um, and made, like we never went out with this superior attitude and that's why I suppose that's part of our success as well not nothing, not to uh, <coughs> not to just feel superior to anyone else which we're not we, we have to go out and, and, and prove that you're a better team and that's it and, and uh, that's the way it should be so hopefully we'll do that again tomorrow you know Where do you think the game can be won and lost? you think? <coughs> well I suppose like the, the middle of the field, like they yeah. do have a very talented fellow there, like and and um, Aidan Walsh is um, a fellow like that. You don't know what way Aidan is going to turn out. He can be a world beater, or he might have a, an off day. You don't know, but yeah. I don't want to be saying too much yeah. about it. I don't want to be inspiring him into or motivating him. Like, but he, he's a fellow that we'd fear, like because he can turn a match, like you know, so. Yeah, we have a we we must. I must say we have a very good selection. Has been playing very well this year for us. He's, he's from Roscommon, but he's he played in Galway. But uh, and he's he was very good in both matches. Now looking at the Douglas match and looking at the Bears match, he was excellent in the two of them. So he has given us certainly a lot more ball in the middle of the field, in which means that we will get more ball into our forwards. Like we always kind of struggled since Shea Fahey probably left. We always had to play tricks around in the middle of the field, playing three fellas out there and that sort of thing. But with this guy, he's a, he's a very good ball winner. But, um, so we'd be hoping that we'd get at least 50%. If we can get 50% in the middle of the field, we're usually there or thereabouts then in the far with the, with the, the talented fathers we, we have. No, we, we don't have six scoring fathers, I said that, but yeah. like we have three or four, like, which is, which is good, you know. Yeah, that man you're talking about there, James McDermott, uh, who came in this year to, to play with him. I think he was training with the, the club last year. Um, he's obviously had a big influence this year, as you mentioned. Oh, he, he has. I mean, the first time I saw him was, was about two, three months ago. I said, Mother of God, I, like, I hadn't been at a match for about a month or yeah. two before. And then I saw him playing against them, played a Rovers there, and a friendly there about two months ago. And Jesus, he, he has a, a fantastic 
I don't know how he does it, a fantastic leap in the middle of the field. Like, I mean, he, when the ball is dropping, he's, he, you'd look to him and he could be 10 yards away from it. Yeah. And you'd say, well, he's not going to go for this ball now. And next all of a sudden, he just takes four strides and he can, he can get up in the air and he can kind of hang in the air. Now, he doesn't catch them all, but he, he, he gets up the highest and he can, he can touch that ball either way, like down to one of our fellas. If he doesn't catch these, he always touches with it, gets a hand to it. And, and, um, tis a just, he's very talented in that respect, you know, and just, to sell them, we had high high fielders in our team, so it was just another option as well, you know. Yeah, um, is it a bit strange? I know the team won't be thinking about us, uh, Paul Kavanagh didn't really want to talk about it either, but Nemo are going to be playing in Munster, they're going to be playing football next month, regardless of the result tomorrow. Um, like, is it hard to, uh, we see Glen Rovers are in that situation at the moment after losing the county hurling final, uh, they're going to be out in Munster in a couple of weeks' time, but is it? it's a strange situation, like how do you motivate yourself? Like not if you, if you yeah. not if you win. Obviously, if you win, you're you're going in for it. But if you come out on the wrong side of a result, is it like is it hard to motivate yourself? For it? You see, I, I, I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah. We, like we we've been in a lot of all our clubs, but we 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 won all our county finals. But I would absolutely, I'm trying to imagine myself going into this if it, after losing, I would. Absolutely hate it to go yeah. into. It. I don't know would I. I don't know would I be more about it. Maybe like I wouldn't be more about it. Certainly before the match, maybe as the match started or something, you might get a bit more of it and interested. But certainly the build up to it after losing the county final, I yeah. I find it nearly impossible to be more about it for that in that situation. You know? So hopefully yeah. we're not so, going to be like that. Yeah, we're we're not pre- preempting that situation. Did, I, I, yeah, well, I think the battles if, if I can. If I'm not mistaken, I think they lost a county mm-hmm. final and and they went and to win an All Ireland club. Yeah. I think I'm, I mean, you, you might get you might check yeah, that out, but right, I, I yeah. think it has been mentioned that they did go way back to the eighties and, and fair Ocean because I find it very difficult myself personally and anyway, to to motivate myself after losing a county final and to go and try and win an All Ireland club after. Of course, yeah. Well, look, we're, we're not maybe you you you. you You'll probably get over it after the like if you played in the next match. Then like if you if you won that, I suppose you could be back on the halves again, you know. And and and, and my pressure, we we don't even want to think about that. I oh. said this stage anyway. Well, you you don't think about that anyhow, you know. Yeah, I suppose. Look, we don't want to preempt anything. It's just a situation that Nemo are going to be playing in Munster regardless of the the result uh, this weekend. And look, yeah. uh, before I leave you go, Denny, are you going to be biased and call it, or are you going to sit up on the fence, or what way do you think? Um, I, I like I. I've had it. I played against two Hamilton Championship matches. Like I think we played against them about four times, and we won two and last two. Yeah. So, like uh, they wouldn't like. It's not that we won four and and and, and they won none. So, I, I I'm a kind of a sitter on the fence anyway. Like I mean, I, because I don't. I never believe that you can predict. Yeah, of course. I know people predict them, and they're supposed to be good for analysts and everything. Like that, but I don't even. I, 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 I'd say I'd, go, I'd sit on the fence like and say, look, hopefully we'll win. We'll get in that, that on the day, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I suppose it is a difficult game to call because both teams have been playing uh, very good football uh, this year. Yeah. But look, we'll, we'll sit on the fence anyway. It's nice and cushy at the moment, isn't it? Well, I, I, like if we, I suppose the, 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 the one, and I'm not just you, you I suppose for good players like, the good players we have, um, if they play well, like like that would that should get us over the line, you know. Yeah, but yeah. like we do need our good players to to be to be playing above themselves or, or up there what they can do, you know. If 
Like so, we are dependent on, on our good players. Obviously, I mean, do I look probably in the same boat? Of course, yeah. So. Well, sure. Look, uh, Dilly, big county final to look forward to tomorrow. Dilly Allen, uh, thanks so much for joining us on the Big Revenge. Thank you, Kieran. In fairness to Dinny, right? Um, didn't go all guns up blazing saying I, I want my Nemo team to win I think they're going to win he was very 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 balanced about that and he says it's going to be a very very tough game I think he wanted to <laughs> you, see, you, you can't like when your own club is playing and you, you know um, yeah. but uh, I think he wanted to send Nemo to win obviously but uh, sure look it is going to be a fantastic game and it is a hard one to call uh, because they're both uh, two fantastic sides so um, look in fairness uh just to, to a Dinny there but yeah it, it is going to be a hard one to call Alright we're going to hear from both sides now we'll hear from Duhalla first we'll hear from their captain Lorcan Figo O'Neill 100% looking forward to the um, looking forward to the all year after the point of the last year we know we did a tough battle for the championship and we're in the place where we want to be and uh, looking forward to and hopefully go one step more um, he had a I don't know what you call it, five points comprehensive but it was comprehensive enough over Neusis Town in, in some respects in the semi-final yeah yeah five points seems like a big margin but it wasn't really like, to be honest with you it was nip and tuck the whole way through the game as the whole county knows what you get with Neusis Town like they, they bring massive fight and um it was a, a fight to the end. We were four points up there at one stage and that wasn't very comfortable at all, at all. Not at all against Newstone. So it was, um, if you think about it in a kind of way, it was an ideal semi-final because it was tough. It was grinded out. You, you ask a lot of your players, you know, uh, and you, you, you just find ways of getting there and getting the ball and get, winning dirty ball and you know, you do what you have to be done and your character is tested and mentality is tested and you know, it was an ideal semi-final if you think about it really you know. um, last year he had the saga with Castellaver I think the, the couple of games and um, going into the, that county final you don't have that this year um, is that a good thing or a bad thing I know he went all the way in the final as well I suppose but um, he put it up to the bears but is it a, a good thing that you don't have so much games in a short space of time or it um, you, you pros and cons to really because like as, as you know like a lot, a lot of lads are involved, involved with the club this, the weekend just gone um, but like if you, if you think back to it in right you have a two week run up to a county final what would you be doing the weekend before you would have a challenge game with your, with your A versus B team and you know what? Maybe maybe it's a very good competitive A versus B game. If you think about it, I mean, I know it's a championship game, but and they're tough. Like the, that time against Castlemaine, we had a week to recover for the county final. But you know what? They're games. Like that's that's what you're playing for. You're playing week in week out. You love you love playing week in week out. Yeah. You know. So pros and cons, to it, but it all depends on yourself, really. Uh, obviously, disappointment last year with with that loss. Um, hoping to to go on and win it out this year. Yeah. Um, the dressing room was not a nice place to be in and um, put a lot of effort into it and we said that they are leaving just, you know, we weren't going we to leave it here we weren't going to just say look it's not for us no. we went back to the drawing board we, a lot of time has gone into uh, into this with management as well I think management have a lot to say in this the way they man management every player with clubs and I think that's that's essential in this kind of in this and um 
but we we came back at the start of the year, had a few challenge games, good good few get togethers. John, you know, we were a division a team. We kind of the more times you get together, the better you get. You know, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. And we, we like a lot of the team are friends now. Like to be honest about it, I know it's a cliche or whatever, but you know, when you get on first well together, have good crack and everything together, and we're in the right place we want to be. And obviously it's disappointing, but hopefully it won't be the won't be the case this year we see with Emmy it's more of a, a club mentality with those lads even though they go back with their own clubs uh, much like yourselves every week um, playing club games is it a bit like that now with Duhalo uh, over, la- over last year and this year I suppose yeah yeah, I, I, I think so and I personally like a lot of lads have got school together um, here in Kentuck and you have the lads there and Boha we went to secondary school together you also have the likes of we'll say Aidan Bart John Lachan uh, Matty Dilbert was on the squad when they won the All Ireland. Like they're 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 friends. Matty Dilbert actually played hurling with Kent Ork and underage and has under twenty one medal, would you believe? So that kind of friendship comes and like, to be to be fair, it's a good bond. Like yeah. it is a good bond to be fair, and that's that that creates that 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 that, that goes around the group. Then so straight away, if you could like there was a lot of young fellas that came in. Like we just use Joshua. Joshua Keefe there for a reason like he came in there after the young the rest of the young tournaments came in open arms like glass and they were delighted to be involved like so, sometimes you're going in maybe when you're young going into a dressing room like, oh should I be here at all but boys were glad to come in and we were glad to see him so, do you know what I mean it was more numbers for training and the, the fantastic athletes like to be fair to them so like that we were, you know, it's, good, it's a good atmosphere to be in um, you mentioned all the young lads coming in this year as well after the, the Cork under 20 success and that um, so you've a nice blend of the, the young lads and we're certainly going to call them old but uh, on the other end of the scale maybe Donegal Connor who's playing out of his life this year to be fair to him he's having a fantastic season but there's a nice blend across uh, the, the team there the squad yeah there is there is there is um Cork is evolving again like, like it's like that genuinely it is like that like the, the, young, the young fellas coming up there bringing new life to the scene and in a fairness to, like if I can say one thing about Donegal that's one that's one thing he brings to everything he, he'll he'll bring on everyone as much as he can he, he's brilliant that way like even to I don't know how I call myself middle aged or something I don't know how I am on that team but like, his knowledge that he'll come that he the way of explaining everything is just top class and the boys love it and you know that's the least of life the young fellas come in and you know they're showing up most fellas like when they're running past you and stuff like that but uh, no it's good, it's good alright now to be fair it's a good it's a good blend yeah uh, Nemo Rangers in the final uh, obviously you know what they're about um, they've been playing some good football this year probably the, the semi-final a bit of a maybe a dour encounter maybe uh, whether you saw that or not but look they'll obviously be a, a pretty big task anyway any team you meet in the county final will be tough but Nemo Rangers are, are the best of them Nemo, Nemo and like their history speaks for themselves really like and um they're going to be very tough to break down. Like we know, going up now Sunday, it's going to it's going to take one hell of an effort for seventy minutes, maybe you know, over the hour. Anyway, um, Nemo great tradition. They have great forwards, great backs. I thought their backs played immense against um, Douglas. To be fair, like anything that came in, they came out, with it. and they didn't get enough credit for it. To be fair, like you know, you look at the scoreboard, all the forwards are really their backs. I thought, to be honest, so it's going to be a titanic battle. Like that, we're bringing the heart from last year, and hopefully we'll go one more and win it this early. I don't want to delve in too much to the club's loss um, after coming through that uh, draw in Mallow last week. 
it's obviously very disappointing, especially not to put up a bigger scoreline, I suppose, for Cantor. But as a good, to, you know, to, you have this to refocus the mind at a county final, senior final to look forward to, you know, and get that over the head, I suppose, and you can be worrying about that next year. Then. That, that was actually it. That was actually that was one thing. I was first disappointed yesterday, obviously losing semi final like that. I was very disappointed, but then you think about it, you just you just be realistic about it. What happened has happened. You can't change it. But you're playing in the county final next week. Get yourself right and cop on and just, just get everything focused now for that because you kind of make up for it in a way. Do you know what I mean? Put it, put in a better performance of what you did. Do you know? And hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. But take a massive effort and um, disappointed. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, salvage something from it. Like, yeah. and look, last year before I leave, we go. Um, the weekend, the the lead up. What are you doing? Uh, to a county final otherwise other than analysing you were interested <laughs> I don't know you try like like anyone in a county final you're, you're counting down the days of wake you up and you're trying to keep yourself busy yeah. and Saturday is going to be long and Sunday is going to be longer but uh, this day and age you know, you're on the phone 24-7 you're watching something there's sport to be watching there's like that analysing teams and games I suppose you can be doing that but you can do that too much too yeah. but um, I don't know watch a few films and stuff like that yeah. you know, eat, eat right sleep right everyone's doing the same thing it's basic enough to be fair that's the man they call Figo Lorcan O'Neill there at you hello captain looking ahead to uh, tomorrow's final against Nemo Rangers first question why is, they call, why is he called Figo I have no idea to be honest <laughs> I assume he's just a, a class operator like Luis Figo was must have been this must have been it yeah. uh, secondly you were um, up at training uh, earlier on in this week did you sense uh, a confidence did you sense an optimism about you hello they are confident, yeah. Um, they they didn't really stay around too long at the the presser. Being mm. honest, um, it was just the the two lads really. Uh, but they were they were just biting to get onto the pitch, um, and I think right the wrong of last year, um, which uh, is very important for them. It seems from talking to them uh, when we weren't recording, it seems they they really want to right last year's wrong. All right, um, we have a big um, podcast coming your way later on this evening. A big preview. Um, coming later on as we hear from we'll have that interview with Lorcan on the podcast as well we'll also hear from uh, their manager Paul Drick Kearns and we'll also hear from Nemo manager Paul Donovan who we're not going to have time to play now but we are going to hear from uh, Nemo's Paul Kerrigan speaking uh, ahead of tomorrow's game yeah um, can't wait um, to be honest with you just kind of we've trained very hard really hard since I've kind of been back with Cork and the lads are training very hard during the summer so you kind of be almost looking forward to the games you know uh, more so so yeah I, I really can't wait for the final to be honest with you um, I suppose disappointment of last year did that have any bite uh, going back into the, the club this year trying to, to drive on after winning it the year before yeah there's no point in it it's usually like um, we would have felt we were going very well we were probably going a bit too well coming into the Castle Haven game last year went completely fat, flat deserved to lose John deserved to be beaten well um, and I think look focus fellas we were back uh, we were lucky we had the Keller Shield final at the end of the year do you know what I mean that kind of gave fellas something to go for as well and we won it um, and then look it was throughout our league campaign in January, February, March lads were mainly on, in the gym and there was no real field work and then before five weeks maybe before our Valleys game we just got on the field concentrated on that and then same cycle again a bit of a pre-season towards the middle of the summer and look it's served us well so um, we're, we're kind of exactly where we want to be um, Obviously Duhalo a very tough team they were there last year came close uh, to the Bears I know they're a divisional outfit but they're playing like a club team Yeah that's how we describe them um, we play them an awful lot 
lot in challenge games throughout the years here and I've played them an awful lot in championship personally like so like since, since the mid 2000s they've been in countless semi-finals um, and they broke their duck and get into the final in 2011 back into semi-finals finally again last year final this year so look you are about consistency they're always there okay so um, and they know each other inside out because um, they're playing they've, they're, like they really train like a club team so like we're under no illusions like they're it's going to be a big test you've probably had a maybe a tougher route to the final is maybe the wrong term but you've certainly had tough games going up against Douglas in the semi uh, the Bears in the quarter final yeah um, and it's probably something we needed after last year like we lost like Nemo Castle and Rosby a big game and we were well beaten there and we were very disappointed to lose that like a big game so look the Bears the Douglas game would be huge games in, down the club here um, so and then now the third one's a final so if we can win that that's three massive games uh, in the year so um, and I would hopefully right the wrongs a bit of, pre- of last year You came in back into the panel with some of the other lads after playing with Cork this year um, the lads would have had all the league games played well I'm not going to say was it very hard to get back into the team but like, the, the, like there those fellas fighting for those places who would play those league games as well um, Yeah well it was a very quick return we played uh, Roscommon on the Sunday of the bank holiday of the August weekend uh, obviously that didn't go so well that was the end of the Cork season and the five of us we went to Clonmel the next day and played a challenge game with Nemo like so we were fairly straight back into it um, so and look that's the way it should be and it's the way it is down here like if you're a county player you could either come down to watch and show the face or you're, if you can tag you tag um, so we were out tagged out probably less than 24 hours later again three more challenge game and to be honest with you since then it's, there's been no let up it's just been hard and it's been good tough hard training good tough hard challenge games and then um, since then this would be our fourth uh, challenge, our championship game then so it's been straight into it and look that's the way it should be if the way I see it to be with you you haven't had much of a break so I remember the day after that game I was in the airport and 12 of the Roscommon lads were going off to Ibiza I think but you went straight back yeah, into we it we were up in Clan, sunny Clanwell yeah so <laughs> like we were straight back into it and uh, I'd say I just wanted some of the new lads maybe get away for a weekend or two but it wasn't too much because we were playing a lot and like especially after losing and the way last year went look fellas were really focused to get back and um, look I suppose Cork finished on, in a good way in the Super 8 so guys wanted to probably continue that feeling into the club and, and lead again so yeah look we were straight back into it and we have been since um, but look look we always say here like the week after a county final is better than any holiday so that's the motivation for it and uh, look hopefully uh, we'll get the results done at the weekend that's it now you get to look forward to another county final um, yeah. it's obviously a great place to be as a player yeah um, 100% like um, like the also, like say here like the next one is the most important one so if we win this one we celebrate on to the next one um, but we never take them for granted so like we're like really enjoying our training this week really enjoyed our victories in the last couple of games but it's all eyes and do hard on now get our analysis and preparation on the training field done and just go and try to do a job on them and bring it again it's weekend I already mentioned it to, to Paul and I know no management yeah. or player likes to look ahead but you are going to be playing football into next month yeah. regardless of the, yeah. the result of the weekend I know you're thinking about Duhalo yeah. but you're still going to be playing football next month which I suppose and players want to be playing yeah like if we lose and we're playing fellas will say oh it's going to be an absolute sickener but like like fellas will never turn like if fellas are going to Clanmel after a game with Cork they're not going to turn down playing once their club championship but we have a very proud record look that's their 
there um, look, and w- when you get to a county final that's always there before a county final regardless if you win or lose you're always that's always there so look we want to, to add to our, our county titles here and look whatever happens it happens after Yes name was Paul Kerrigan there who would obviously prefer to be going into the Munster Championship as Cork champions tomorrow four o'clock thrown against do hello prediction time Kieran O'Regan uh, maybe Nemo to just shade it by a point maybe alright so we'll and our podcast will be online uh, later on this evening 8 o'clock it'll be up on uh, the, our Twitter feed at Big Red Bench it'll be up there so I do have a listen to us pretty good stuff yeah that's our county final preview podcast you can get that a little bit later on tonight's show will be podcast very very shortly indeed if you missed any of it on tomorrow's show reaction from the uh, Senior and Premier Intermediate uh, Championship Finals we are also going to have that in-depth interview with Garwood Morris we're going to talk to uh, Cork's Graham Boylan as he brings Cage Warriors back to Cork as well and plenty more besides that's on tomorrow evening show from 6 enjoy the rest of your bank holiday Saturday night enjoy the jazz if you're going out don't forget clocks going forward tomorrow back no forward, no, yeah, no, 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 no 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 they spring forward and fall back so they're going back an hour so we get an extra hour in bed or if you have small children you'll just be up an hour earlier enjoy the rest of your Saturday night folks talk to you tomorrow at 6 The Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Cork's Red FM